0: KRXO FM and KRXO HD, Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore, Tulsa. A product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the franchise Oklahoma City Thunder first take postgame show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise, Tulsa.
1: Everyone is finally on the same page again. Sam Presti can rest easy tonight because the Thunder are taking along. They lose to the Boston Celtics, 111-94. The Thunder are back to losing again. And they lost tonight without SGA. No surprise there. We've known that he's been out, f- or he's going to be out for a couple of weeks now because his injury is now on a week-to-week basis. But some news broke today that actually Al Horford will no longer be playing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. But He probably won't be traded or get anything for that until sometime this summer. And I'm going to go to you first, Ryan, because when I saw this today, it was kind of surprising. And what I kind of took from it was that Al Horford was expecting to get it into a trade by the trade deadline, move somewhere else, didn't get it. So now he was just thinking, okay, I'm going to rest easy the rest of the season. But what were you thinking when you saw this? That's Christine Butterfield, by the way. Oh, yeah. Christine Butterfield. I'm here with Ryan Chapman and one of the sexiest producers out there, Matt Burton. Woo.
0: Wow. We're just, we're going, yeah. okay, it's after 10, I guess we can say that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I think it's pretty, like, everyone knew the, the playbook here for Areza, assuming that he eventually joined up with the Thunder. He did not. George Hill, Al Horford. Like, once you saw that George Hill had that injury... Unless it was like there was a complication and he needed to get back out on the court to prove to people that, hey, I'm good. Like those guys weren't going to be used after the trade deadline because they're only an asset for the Oklahoma City Thunder. If they're playing well before the deadline and can be flipped now for the Thunder, you don't want those guys to get hurt until the next league calendar opens up because then you can't move them. So. Um, you know the Thunder. It's Sam Presti. Got his wish. He got out of the Ariza contract. Got that. Got some stuff back for that. Moved George Hill. Al Horford. It's going to be the tricky one. He's probably a guy that needed to spend this year in Oklahoma City just so that you're one year closer to the end of that deal. There's still a ton of money left. I think it's two years, forty-eight million. I think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, like it, it makes a lot of sense from a Thunder perspective. And it, it kind of speaks, I think, to the player that Al Horford is, that he's like, yes, I'm still going to show up to the training facility and stay in shape, but I also still want to play a role in helping develop these young guys, stuff like that. So he'll get to uh, see if he wants to have a coaching career after his playing days are done a little bit early here in Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, and moving on to you, Matt, just so you can get a little piece of the Al Horford action. He was quoted you know, saying that you know he really enjoyed his time. He knows that for young aspiring players, every single minute, for their development is essential. And so he's just going to want to give them more time and more minutes in this game when he knows basically he's proven what he needs to do in his game this season. And Sam Presti had nothing but good things to say about Al Horford and what his attitude was during his time with the Thunder, you know, in game, and also his time with the Thunder, just in practice, off the court. Kind of what are your feelings about everything?
2: Yeah, no, and how could you not like Al Horford? I mean, he's had a long career. And even, like, going back to Florida, like, you never heard a bad thing about Al Horford. Like, you've always just heard about how good of a dude he is. So, I think that's, like, I don't know. That's kind of the thing I'll remember most about Al Horford is just how, like, I don't know. He's just a good guy from everything that we've heard. He's just, like, such a nice guy. He's just such a nice guy. Um, But, no, I, I think... He he knew. And I think he said something to the effect of like I kind of knew the deal whenever I got right. traded here. Like right. I, I knew I knew the deal. Um, I, maybe he didn't know that he would be sitting out half <laughs> the last half of the year. But um, I think you know. I think it also goes to show like how I don't know how much con- how much in contact Sam Presti is with these players and kind of how transparent he is. And I think that goes a long way. I think that goes a long way with um, professional players. Just they. They just want to be, you know, um, they want it to be transparent. They want people to be honest with them about kind of what's what's going on with the team, what's going on with everything. So I think that that speaks volumes about Sam Presti too, just him being transparent with with Al Horford and the the whole situation. So, and I, they they talked it out. I'm sure I'm sure that they both decided that's the best plan of action. Try to find a, a trade in the off season.
0: Well, and before the game too, this isn't something that would. Um, shock anyone because Mark Dagnall straight up said that this was always a possibility that at some point Al Horford would be shut down. And this comes from uh, at crane NBA, our good friend, Nick crane. Um, the quote was in the pregame with Shay's injury. It probably expedited this a bit because Dagnall wanted him to say that the situation was likely inevitable, but when SGA went down, it, it just made sense to shut Al Horford down um, sooner than than maybe they even the Thunder had anticipated. So we we were looking at, in Thunderland, like, yes, you knew that they were going to try to get out of Risa. You knew they were going to try to maybe move George Hill. But Al Horford's a guy that might have to wait a year, two years. But uh, his play never dipped. And and so, um, you know, things are going great. So uh, good for Al Horford. Good luck on his next step. And shout out to the Thunder for working with them And this is something that we've seen, Christine, is that Sam Presti, for these veterans, you know, it, it came out last year that, He worked with Chris Paul to move him into a situation he wanted, stuff like that. It seems like if you get hit with the veteran who has to be the the leader for this rebuild team if you come in
1: yeah and if you have
0: a good attitude about it sam press he's going to reward you by trying to put you in a spot that you want to be in
1: in the best position possible right and i think that's one of the strongest things about al horford coming into this situation was you know he could be that leader for those guys he obviously has shown them in practice how to develop and how to be better as a center and uh I think Sam Presti is definitely going to try to reward that as much as possible. They got Chris Paul where he wanted to go. I'm sure that he's going to do his best for Al Horford. And like I said before, everything in his leadership and his style, I think has kind of rubbed off on Poku a little bit, especially kind of on Moses Brown. And we can kind of get into this maybe a little bit more in the player of the game. But Moses Brown has just been very impressive the past couple of games. And even uh, per the Thunder, he is has a Thunder record with 16 first-half rebounds. And he uh, since the start of 2015-2016 season, he's the second player followed by Dwight Howard to record 19 19 or more rebounds in a single half. And tonight he got another double-double within the first half. So he's been playing really well, Matt. And I was just kind of curious for um, you to talk about What you think? How you think he's been doing so well?
2: Yeah, I think he's been doing well. I think it's about time that the Thunder build around him uh, for the future. Really? Um, No, I think they. Was it their? I think I might have seen a tweet that it was maybe the fastest double double in.
1: He scored a double. He made a double double in eight minutes and eleven seconds. That's
2: that's insane! Right. I I remember uh, Chris Fisher telling Michael Cage like. With I don't know three four minutes in the game, like guess how many rebounds he has right now? And Michael Cage is like I don't know like three, and Chris Fisher goes double that. He has six already in the in the first like three minutes. So now um, Moses Brown, I, listen, like he's he's seven two, and he can move a little bit. Like I'm not saying he's like the shiftiest guy, but he move, he moves better than he should at his size and weight. Um, right. And how lanky mm-hmm. he is. So he could do some things. He's, he, he, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird to like, I don't, it's weird think to it's, see it.
1: I don't think it's weird. And here's why I, think he's I know good, he's though. not the quickest guy. He's not the most athletic, but you know what? He knows. He knows that about himself. He knows he's not that kind of guy. So he puts himself in the right position all the time. He puts himself in the right position to get the rebound. He puts himself in the right position to get the put back. He puts himself in the right position to be in that special part of the ball movement so that he can either get his own shot or he can be right there to help someone get his el- get theirs and
2: to me it looks like I mean I think he was like I think he was like a five-star recruit coming out of high school like went to UCLA like did that whole thing and then gets to the NBA I think he was with the Blazers last year if I'm if I'm wrong I don't know I think he was with the Blazers and like their G League and I don't know if it, it, it seems like he's kind of like I don't know, dialed in more and like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I can I can have a role in the NBA. Like if I do if I do this, if I if I rebound, put back, like, do some of the dirty work, not try to do too much, like just just do the do the little things. And I think I think that's what uh has shown up the most. He, he just does the little things. He gets in there um and just uses his size to the best of his ability. And he's got a lot of size, so
0: <laughs> right. uh, you yeah, know, I, I like I like what I'm seeing from Moses Brown. Seems like the G League was really good for him to kind of get his mojo back. Yeah, as absolutely. Because he was super active, especially in the first half. Uh, guys were talking about like, those offensive boards, and, and that's why I think it was so quick to convert those, what was it, 14 points, 19 rebounds at the half. And he, he made it look so easy because he was just working, working, working on the offensive boards. Now, is it wet blanket time? No oh, goodness. Ugh. What do you... Dude went out there and had three rebound or three points and four rebounds in the second half. Was this more of Boston coming in just being like, "Oh my God, who's Moses Brown?" And then Brad Stevens at halftime going, "Okay, we have to fix something here," or, or was this Moses Brown being good? Like,
1: I think this was Boston Celtics coming in thinking, "Oh, I did not think this guy was going to be anything." Yeah,
0: and like this is, I, I'm, I'm not trying to say that like, oh Moses Brown is trash. Like he had a great game, awesome night. The second half, he kind of got game plan for. So that's just right. that's an adjustment, and he's yeah. super young. Obviously, that's just what he'll have to get used to. Is that if he's going to have a dominant le- night like that, he's going to get some different looks thrown at him in the second half. So that so that'll be the next. Um, like I think we're still in that first stage of his development. Of like, okay, is this is this just you know fresh legs and started into an NBA season and, and he's just active? I think he's better than that. I think that this mm-hmm. is like legitimate projection that we're getting. So the next thing we'll have to see is hey. You're going to get keyed in on when you're having a good night like that. Let's see if you can develop something else, develop a second move and figure out something to continue to improve. Cause, um, and that's, he'll get tons of opportunity this season. That's what we were talking about earlier this year with, you know, Shay. Okay. We feel like Shea's taking that next step. What do you want to see from him next? Lou Dort similarly. So I think Moses Brown, he's laid that bedrock. He's coming. He said, okay, I can be this at the worst. Now let's see what he can do to see if he can increase that ceiling. Because right now, like, He's a, if he is your second center on the bench, every GM in the league is ecstatic. Because that's awesome production to come in, awesome change of pace. So let's see if he can get in there and develop over these next two or three years to make himself starter material. Or if he's just going to be a key rotation guy, which th- that's nothing to scoff at. He's going to make a ton of money doing that in this league.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, like you kind of said, Ryan, his spacing and just the way he sees the game is right there. He knows what he's doing. He knows where to be at the right time. However, he's there at the right time because, frankly, a lot of NBA teams don't know who he is and they don't think he's much of a threat right now, so that le- allows him to be more open than the average center or someone that they're kind of more keyed in on. And so his next step in this league is going to be, so whenever you are guarded and people are coming at you, how can you still be in the right place at the right time to still get your points, still get those rebounds? But there are other teams, or sorry, there are other players for the Thunder that did contribute tonight, so uh, let's go ahead and see who who we got for the player of the game
0: now the franchise thunder player of the game brought to you by volkswagen of edmund all right clarification question sure are we just saying you can't pick moses brown or what what are we doing here
2: you can pick whoever you want.
1: You can pick whoever you want, Ryan. I'll okay. let you go first if you want to cherry pick.
0: Okay, I'm just going to take Moses Brown. <laughs> All right. When you have a fourth quarter collapse like that, I'm just going to go with the dude that was the biggest baller. But you baller.
2: just blanketed him.
0: I,
1: Literally, he just was like, I, I mean, he was good, but also... You know what? Moses
0: Brown should watch
2: only offensive clips of of, of Ennis Cantor. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You like should watch Ennis yeah. Cantor. Just be the garbage man. Get and double doubles all That's what all I'm saying. No, that's, that's no one's going to scop
1: at a garbage guy. And yeah. then, and then he should trash. watch
0: only defensive clips of Rudy Gobert, because it's that easy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's that's so easy. It's that easy. that, easy. that easy. I'm just going to go with Moses Brown. Thunder, we'll get into this, I'm sure, later, because um, Christine was on top of this the entire time, tracking it in the fourth quarter. But major fourth quarter collapse. So I'm just going to go with who was the best player for the first three quarters. That was Moses Brown.
1: Nice. I'm not going to go with Moses Brown because I don't want to go chalk. I will say, though, in Moses Brown's defense, even though he did kind of have that second half collapse, he still remained very efficient. He was 8 of 10 from the floor, and he was 5 of 8 from the free throw line. That's nothing to scoff at. Love to see it. You really do love to see it, Ryan. But I'm going to go with Teo Maladon tonight because... They have needed someone, obviously, to step in to the place of Shea, someone that can run the offense effectively, and even though I feel like Maladon's gone through a little bit of a learning curve, obviously not expecting to have that much pressure on him for the entire game, but I think he's kind of growing into it a little bit, and you saw it tonight in his stats. He had 22 points kind of getting up there in the Shea range, and even though he wasn't the most efficient, he was 7 from 16 from the floor when he came to the free throw line. He was 4 for 4, got 8 rebounds and 4 assists so he was kind of doing a little bit of everything there. Even got two steals. So he was staying active on the defensive end which I liked and because of that I think that he's going to be my player of the game today. But Matt, who you got?
2: Yeah, it's Moses Brown. It's Moses <laughs> Brown. But, it's Moses Brown, but yeah, no. I was going to give a special shout out to Tayo cuz I mean, rookie yeah. played 37 minutes tonight. Looks good doing it. Led led the Thunder in scoring and you yeah, know, good for good for Tayo but yeah, no. Uh, Moses Brown tonight i mean that's just that's insane numbers 21 and yeah and i was that's about to say insane.
0: house cleaning house cleaning earlier i uh said 13 or uh, seventeen points total. I-, I was looking at his defensive rebounds. Not his points. <laughs> right. That's right. my, yeah, bad. Yeah. It's my yeah. bad. My bad. It's no, bad. It's, to it's good. Re- yeah, I was. I was about to be like, I was yeah. like, we were freaking out about a twenty twenty game. And I was like, wait a minute. Never mind. Huh? I'm confused. <laughs>
1: right. That's just how good he was, though. You're like, yes. what numbers? What?
0: <laughs> I will say next. Uh, also, other other shout for next step. I'd like to see some blocks out of Moses.
1: That'd be nice. I'd like to see more.
0: Be more than just a rebounder.
1: Yeah, that'll be, that'll be the next go-to for him. That's
0: the next step, yeah. And that's a little bit of the on-ball defense we've been talking about, that uh, he's got a good feel for the game offensively. He just needs need to figure it out defensively. But he's still a good rebounder on the defensive board. So.
1: Yeah, can't complain too much because he got 17 defensive correct. rebounds. Correct, so correct. Mainly getting those back for the Thunder when they needed it. Yeah,
0: I was picking nits there. A Nit, little, little bit of nitpick.
1: Got a nitpick, especially with how amazing this Thunder team has been.
0: <laughs> yes, well, when you put up 14 points in the fourth quarter. Mm,
1: we'll get into that in the next segment. Again, the Thunder lose 111 to 94. You know the f- vibes. We always vibe in here in the Franchise Studios. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. They're always good here. I'm Christine Butterfield. Alongside me is Ryan Chapman, who brings Aloha. All the EDM vibes. And Matt Bonnaroo Burton. Vibes. Bonnaroo vibes.
0: Hey, Bonnaroo is happening this year. I'm just... I, th- I think it's happening in September, so I can't go.
1: Mm. Be on the bye week, Bonnaroo! They're not on your schedule, bro. That'd be they a, don't care about football there.
0: That would be a very interesting negotiation with my boss. Shout out John Hoover at SI Sooners. Be like, hey, John, I just... Don't, I'm, John. Something, I'm came, really up. Yeah, something came up. Really unavailable.
1: I'm like actually unavailable.
0: <laughs> I'm like taking my mobile Wi-Fi and, and <laughs> doing a story every morning from Bonner. I'm just like, John, you're gonna. There's need, no way. You're gonna need to proofread this one hard.
1: You, he need to proofread everything hard. Are you kidding me? Yes. Uh. Anyway, the Thunder lose 111 to 94, and a lot of that loss came from the fourth quarter. Just the yikesiest of the yikes. Uh at one point Boston was outscoring the Thunder 17 to 2 and then with about 2 minutes left they were outscoring the Thunder I want to say 30 to 9, 31 to 9 I believe. And um, at the end the Thunder were able to clean it up a little bit and in the fourth quarter the Boston Celtics outscored the Thunder 35 to 14. And of course this kind of happened in a similar time frame as whenever Lou Dort Left the game. He left after he kind of had a head collision, and uh, the Thunder let us know that he was having concussion-like symptoms, so he wasn't going to return to the game. Matt, do you really think that that was Lou Dort's effect on this defensive end, or do you think it just kind of all fell apart?
2: Uh, a little bit. I think it all fell apart, and I think it's just that you know the Boston Celtics are just a way better team, and I think <laughs> right. that, I think that. Uh, yeah, the cream kind of rose to the top right there. And then that sigh you heard, that's not any of us. That's the sigh of relief from Sam Presti's yes. box. up there. Yeah, so. he
0: was punching walls,
2: I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's he like, he was what like, is
1: happening? So He's like, how many players do I have to get off this team for them to finally <laughs> right. lose? Lou
0: goes on the 8-0 run to open the game, and Sam Presti's just like,
1: why?
0: We're trying to help ourselves. Sam, Sam,
2: Sam like, Help the call. Me. He made the call down to Dagnall. He was like, "Hey, that Jason Tatum guy. Let let him shoot it. Can you just keep letting him shoot it? You
1: need some. You need to put Poku on he's, him. He's so going to he keep making. He's
2: going to keep making it. Just let him shoot
0: it.
1: Come on, what?
0: exactly. Sam actually probably called Brad Stevens. It's like, I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> yeah. he was like, <laughs> get "We, get we it have no one man. that can guard Jason I Tatum. S- Give him the ball. I <laughs> sat Shay Al Darius Muscala." You got Dort concussed.
1: Jackson. Figure it out! This is how you're doing me right now? Sam Presti's like, what else do I need to throw in my own team's way? <laughs>
0: well, although I, I think that, uh, like, Lou Dort got injured. First off, hope he's okay. Concussed light symptoms. That's always weird. Stuff like that. Right. But he got injured at the beginning of the third quarter. And, and the Thunder still hung around. I think that, what was it? 29 to 28 in the third quarter for Boston. So I don't think this was a Lou Dort thing. More like Matt said. You got a really good team in Boston, who's kind of struggled through this season. Um, can't really get it together, but this is one of those classic NBA cliches of you're playing an Oklahoma City Thunder team who is sitting like half, half their, their starters, team. yeah, yeah. And so it's just human nature to be like, okay, Shea's not out there, Horford's not out there, Bay's not out there. Their old starter hill's gone. Yeah, and it's like it's it's just impossible to come out with that same energy because. Like, it's just human nature. So it's a young Thunder team. Like, you know, Matt and I were kind of talking before um, you got over here, Christine, as you were heading over from the Chesapeake Energy Arena. But Matt and I were like, like, we're enjoying watching this because outside of the young core, every other one of these Thunder players is like fighting for a future job in the NBA. Whether it's not with the Thunder, they're trying to put enough tape out there to say this is why I should still be in the league. So, like, it's hard to match that desperation over, you know, maybe the first half. But eventually, Boston grows into the game. And I think like this is a formula you're going to see a lot of the way. Uh, sure, the Thunder are going to have their fair share of blowouts if the NBA blowouts happen, if you're just not hitting anything. But I think for the most part, this is the kind of game we can expect now that it's clear what the Thunder are doing. They're going to explode in the first quarter, maybe even do it for a half, and then eventually, like,
1: the other bit. teams
0: are just like, they're better. All the right. other teams in the league, save two or three, are just better, and they're going to win out in the end.
1: Exactly, you know, it's just one of those things where when you have all of these players, like you said, Ryan, trying to get that contract, they're trying to make their money, they're trying to prove what they can do and what they can bring to another team, or still with the Thunder, and get you know even more money with the Thunder. When they're trying so hard to prove themselves, they're going to play the lights out. (laughs) Like, they're going to do everything possible to prove why they are going to, you belong in this league and why they should keep them around. And when you're playing against someone that is trying every single thing possible to beat you, it's going to be really difficult to match that energy. And sometimes you can't. And sometimes you're going to get caught up in it. But ultimately the more experienced team will get more comfortable. They'll reassess and be able to make those, um, those different scenarios come up for them, be able to make adjustments at the halftime and be able to improve upon their game to win the game. And that's exactly what the Celtics did. They were able to reevaluate every situation in the halftime. They're able to come back out stronger, shoot sharper, and that's ultimately why they won. They're the more experienced team and they know how to face oh, these more games. Experi- more
2: experienced more experienced, more talented. I was I say, mean, yeah. like, look at the like if you look at the shots like field goal attempts from both teams. Like the Thunder Teo led with sixteen, but everyone else is kind of around like Seven, eight, nine, ten, so it's kind mm-hmm. of all spread around. If you go to look at Boston's, <laughs> this is where the talent part kicks in right uh Jason Tatum had twenty seven attempts right. uh Jalen Brown had twenty three attempts, mm-hmm. both all stars everyone else is kind of around five five shots so uh they they got down, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were kind of like, all right, uh these guys can't guard us so.
0: Just Just gives the ball. Especially especially with the best on-ball defender on the floor concussed.
1: Exactly, best on-ball defender Uh, gone.
0: Marcus Smart, you have been put on notice.
1: But when a team plays as bad as they did in the fourth quarter, someone has to stand for it. So Matt, go ahead. Let's get into tank commander the game. We're good. Tanking. No,
2: sorry. Sorry, we're going We're going st- Tanking Through the
1: quad And into the gymnasium Come on, everybody I feel something so right, doing the wrong thing. This is a tough one I'll go first if you're yeah, yeah, I was about to say Matt, I, got, I, I was going right to let you go first I like, anyway I've got one too i go so. right
2: off the top I'm going to go Isaiah Roby Okay, okay yeah okay, Four cool points, God, like Isaiah Roby yes. 27 minutes uh, I felt like he was kind of a no-show tonight yeah, low-key. I, I honestly could look back and be like, I can't remember seeing Roby do much. Well... I
1: expect more from, more from him.
2: Yeah. We did diagnose the problem. Uh, he was wearing the Easter KD4s. Yeah, he's planning he's KDs. Kevin Durant. Uh,
1: he should know better. You can't do that around You can't do you that, dude, can't do do not that here. I didn't notice. I no, I'm saying, no, be- I'm
2: I'm saying, Roby, did you not know this? Did you not know what happened with KD here? <laughs> you a, hey,
1: hey, Roby, I know you're new here. I need to give you a history lesson. Seriously? Are we? Yeah, it was City July Thunder.
0: 4th. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we? Are we aging in already to the NBA stars who don't know why? that's You know,
1: 100. percent. This
0: league moves quick.
2: It's like when you grow up as MJ as your idol, then LeBron's league. Like who is who's when you, when James Harden? I guess this is James Harden's league. They grew up watching. Trey
0: Young's league. Steph Curry. It's yeah. Steph Curry's. Oh, the,
1: if. If someone comes at me saying it's Trey Young's league, that's when I know that I am not with it anymore. Ryan, who says that?
0: The Hawks are in fuego. Shout out (laughs) Nate McMillan. (laughs) SMH. Ryan, who you got? Uh, The Ukrainian sensation. (laughs)
1: Get out (laughs) of here. Get out of here.
0: SPIE. Plan like Kansas. In March. Two of 11. Turnover. Just six points. At least he was 2-7 from deep. But Svi came in. It's not great defensively either. Speed Kyle He had
2: one of the best
0: trying to sell him. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That, the, just, uh, that was great. The kick out on Jalen Brown. <laughs> I'm like, bro, Svi, you could be a 15-year vet in this league. No one's calling that.
1: He's trying to perfect his move, okay?
0: I'll, I appreciate the hustle. This is a
1: developmental time. Let him develop his...
0: his <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, develop something else, Svi
1: you know what I'm a whatever I'll let you have that so my uh, thank you yeah that whatever anyway my tank commander of the game is going to be Poku okay. and here's why
2: yeah I would love to hear why
1: here's why he was 0 for 4 from behind the arc tonight why are you jacking up threes I You're believe three he's, open. He's, he's he's trying d- to stretch oh stretch he did just not in the right direction
0: hey, he got, did, did he you see his dunk? free line
1: no I uh, conveniently missed that actually of
0: course of course he did
1: yeah i didn't see that one seen
2: that he wouldn't have been your tank commander yeah he
0: went eh. to the free throw line twice shay was happy he made, shay happy. That's he what made the, shay happy that's the important thing right now for this franchise lost the game your superstars contend
1: true he did make shay have a really good reaction on the bench i did like that but ultimately i you know i think that if poku shoots two threes and they don't go in he just shouldn't shoot anymore that night fair
0: Fair, I guess that's the uh, this is the season of empowerment. They're just saying go out there, do your thing. Also, I believe that Lou Dort deserves a special shout out for. I was getting about a concussed. to say that. Yeah, when Lou Dort got concussed, uh, you know, as we established, uh, things were not as good. Especially when Brown and Tatum are shooting twenty plus times, uh, the more reps you can get where Lou Dort is on one of them, the better. So Lou Dort, by merely getting a concussion, is in the mix. The magic number. Perfect stat line for Dort for me, by the way. Four of ten, two of five from deep, ten points. Love it.
1: Ryan's happy. That's
0: exactly like that's exactly the guy he needs to be in, in three years. So if I, he's that guy now, I, well, he would have shot more than ten times. Okay, but like when Shea's not playing, he should because like there's exactly. there's tons of shots out there. But like I, I'm just saying, if if he can just be this guy in three years, the Thunder are just like incredible fun.
1: Could you imagine if he shoots only ten, and then he's like seven of ten every night?
0: No, that would not happen. Eh. If he's shooting, <laughs> if he's shooting seventy percent from the floor, he's a god and needs to he's shoot mostly layups. he's shooting mostly layups. Yeah. Yeah. That's lamps. fine. Yeah, he like, se- he could be that guy. <laughs> yeah, like okay, fine. If he's if he's dunking the ball five times a game, sure. Then. Then I, I, I'm wondering why the Thunder aren't finding him If he's shooting 70% from the floor, then he's obviously taken like a giant leap forward, and the Thunder have lucked into the second coming of the Splash Brothers.
1: I'm just saying that I think that if he's shooting 10 shots a game in three years, his efficiency should be around like yeah, 55,
0: I, 60%. Yeah, if, if, he's, if he's a 40% shooter, as from where Oklahoma City has come from Tabo Cephalosha and Andre Robertson being the defensive stopper. If their defensive stopper shoots forty percent from the floor, like you need to name all of the roads after Sam Presti. Not just one road. You need to name all of them after him.
1: Right. Listen, Sam Presti's happy tonight. Ryan's happy tonight because Lou Dort shot only 10 shots. Yes. I'm happy tonight. Just because it's fun to be here. I hope you're happy and the having a good, good time.
0: Vibes are always good. Vibes say, are always good like, Are good you here? not going to ask Matt if he's happy? Of course no, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm always Chill. happy. For, vibes uh, are always good. Thanks Chill. for speaking for me, by the way. I would like to go on the record and say, I'm happy. Thanks for asking. No one <laughs> asks. Assume.
1: The Thunder lose, like 111 Nick to 94. Cage
0: National Treasure 2. Huh? You're like Nick Cage in National Treasure 2, just going out assuming everything. Puffed.
1: I would rather be Ryan. We doing He's an, better.
0: We doing? An Wouldn't o- we all rather be Ryan? Yeah. Not this Chat Ryan. No. By the way, oh, no. we, when are we doing an OKC 82 National Treasure Watch Along? Like, I'm down. I, we should
1: just do it Outstanding. randomly. Outstanding. in the off season when there needs to be content, we'll do it then.
0: Or like tomorrow. But sure, off season works <laughs> too.
1: Check my schedule first. Anyway, the Thunder lose one eleven to ninety four. I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. is the First Take Thunder post game show? The what? First Take Thunder post game show? Okay, you, Babe, you were slurring
0: your words there, Christine. I was I was worried I for you. I can say it like
1: 3 times fast. I,
0: I just I was worried that they started uh dishing out some different kind of beverages to the media at the peak. Ooh, I
1: wish. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: The the old media beer.
1: Just a little just a little wine up in the press box. Matt, what are you complain. A, You a beer guy, you a wine guy? Oh, he's such uh, a... yes. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'd see Matt as a seltzer guy. Which,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever, I mean, you, every, above, yeah, sure. all the right, above. So, so, beer, wine. What's your Not speed? Picky. What's your Not speed? Picky. Uh, probably beer,
1: right? Well, probably I, beer.
0: I'm, I'm saying like but you have a you have a go to like IPA sour. No, it's, sour. it's just, okay. whatever, just whatever, whatever I grab, okay. whatever I'm feeling
2: that night. It's, could be uh could be michael ultra watching my figure you know
0: it, it is could the sport be that. beer <laughs> could
2: be
1: that. It's, it's time to start getting it's your beach body ready you it's know it's right can, around the exactly. corner i told
2: you i told ryan i don't know if you heard the last post game show but i'm i'm gonna need a a month
0: warning yeah in advance if we have a pool party oh I yeah mean, i
1: don't know if you heard that well, Second, good I,
0: I can hit the gym the good news is we now have a trainer on staff
1: we do have that so that's me so in Christine, case no one knew,
0: <laughs> yeah, the, Christine's actually organizing pool parties. She's like, "Everyone, take your shirt off, so I can see if you've been doing my freaking program. You're not eating correctly. You shouldn't look like that." She's just gonna accost us, which it's not the Acost first time. Accost
1: is a very aggressive
0: word. It's not the first time. That um, the slightly, the female in, to
1: slightly encourage would uh, be better. All I'm saying um, is that
0: you're filling Madison Morris' shoes nicely. The second that you fat shame Matt,
1: yeah, exactly. I will never fat shame Matt. Thank you. I never want to be. That. I never want to be called a fat shamer on this podcast. I, I or show. Because
0: Madison's kind this, of a monster. This show will she serve as the play. OKC 82 podcast, though. So if you if you got in late, if you got in right now, and you're going, oh my god, what happened? Look, we've covered it extensively. Like Christine said, 111 to 94, Boston Celtics, Thunder, Thunder bad round the fourth quarter. OKC 82 podcast, you can catch up on the first two segments. Exactly. Win win for me. A win win for everyone.
1: There are, there are some other wins in this. Uh and tonight, actually, with other teams, though, because we don't want to talk about losing all night—that's lame. I so, I, no a, one I'm else does. All yeah, I, all you, I are I gluten, about is you are a you are a gluten glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about losing weight, so gluten was on my mind. Anyway, you are a glutton for punishment because you are a Raiders fan and you are an Atlanta Hawks fan. Like you just like I a, a You just like having a team that loses. I swear.
0: The Braves made it to the NLCS. Blew through on lead. Shout uh, out! Don't don't don't. Shout out!
1: No, we're fine. Um. Anyway, uh, Matt I'm and not- I
0: are, Matt and I are not fine. Okay. No, well, actually. I'm
1: fine. I didn't I didn't ask if you were fine, Damn. but I'm tired of talking about losing. I'm sure Matt's tired of talking about losing. So Matt, can you take us around the association and see who else won tonight? Oh
2: yeah, I definitely can. Yeah, let's just let's move on as quickly as possible from the Braves. Come get,
1: well, out. Soon, Mike. get Soroka, out of there,
2: Maple Maddox. So guys. It happened. What? The Rockets won. Yeah! Rockets won a what? basketball game. Sam beat- Presti
0: is going just wild right now. Sam, they
2: beat Sam Presti's getting team.
0: so
1: buzzed tonight. At least
2: they beat an equally bad team,
0: the Minnesota Timberwolves
2: <laughs> tonight. One twenty nine to one oh seven. Let's see who did things for the Rockets. Kevin Porter Jr. Had 25 to lead the way.
1: Wow.
0: For them. Good for good for Kevin Porter. Can you look this is a real tough beat on the spot. Can you look up how many points the Rockets scored over the last seven and a half minutes, please? (laughs) Was it more than zero? zero. (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. I'm assuming it was more than zero. Shout out
0: Silas. I feel so bad for him. Am I allowed to say this on a Thunder post-game show that I hope the Rockets? get the number one overall pick and get Cade Cunningham just so that Silas has someone that wants to play basketball.
1: That's not really allowed here. Yeah, you kay. shouldn't say that. So yeah, sorry. that's like a really bad... Cade's
2: only going to be a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, Ryan. I don't know where you've been.
0: There on, are no other options season. for him,
1: Ryan. I don't know uh-huh. where
0: you've been for the last season, okay? Uh, we can pull up the USC fight song and we can just talk about Mobley a little bit. Arr, I'm down. I'm down.
2: Fight on. Fight Why do you hate on me? For USC. Yeah.
0: Fight on, fight on.
2: Both of you hate
1: me. Oh,
2: crazy. right, because they beat Kansas. By a lot. Infinity yeah. points.
1: Can um, I my face?
2: <laughs> the, uh, the New York Knicks won in Milwaukee tonight. Wow. One hundred two to ninety eight. R.J. Barrett and Alec Burks led the way with twenty one points for the Knicks. And uh, believe it or not, a guy named Anthony DeCumpo led the way in scoring for the Bucks. Shocker. But, it was Thanasis. Whoa! Is a good Twenty-three points, <laughs> ten rebounds, five assists. Giannis did not play. Looks like Chris Middleton did not play.
1: Well,
0: they, they Drew
2: Holiday did not play. So no one played for yeah,
0: the Yeah, the Bucks that back-to-back glide. They were playing what Boston
1: yeah. last night. Yep. Yeah. Boston into their winning streak. Look at that. The Washington
2: Wizards get a win over the Detroit Pistons. Tonight 106 to 92. Wayne Ellington led the way with the for the Pistons with 15 points. That's never a good sign. And uh, Russell Westbrook, 19 points, 19 boards, and
0: 10 assists. For again.
1: <laughs> again. Is and different. where's Jer- Jerry Ramsey to defend well, his poor Detroit Pistons? He can't, he can't
0: defend them. Didn't he get a 2020 20 night? It's Russell Westbrook or Moses Brown? Who'd you rather have? <laughs>
1: right. Is Russell Westbrook getting worse? Just kidding.
2: The Spurs get a win at home against the Chicago Bulls, 120-104. to The new Chicago Bull, Nikola Busevich, led the way with 21 points and 9 boards for the Bulls in a losing effort. And Jakob Pertle had 20 points and 9 boards to lead the way for the Spurs. Oh, no. The uh, likely what? candidate. Sorry the music ran out. I'm having to use one computer tonight. <laughs> there we go I don't like, want to it. It, it, get It is it. what it is It is what it is I don't want to get it in Can, Can we get it? our guy a login? I'm off my game here Seriously Come on I need to log in here uh, the, <laughs> uh, the New Orleans Pelicans get a win at home Against the Dallas Mavericks uh, J.J. Redick had to watch his old team get a win uh, on the bench with his new team. That's well, I, I. feel bad for my guy. Uh,
0: is JJ Redick the quickest guy? The quickest deadline day transaction to like join up with his new team protocols and such? I guess Ariza was already there. You know, he's not a deadline. I don't day know. Yeah, I
2: but, actually don't know if JJ Redick was there or not. I, mean, okay, I assume okay, he okay, was because okay, okay. he was in New Orleans already. So I'm, I assume he could have just met Dallas mm-hmm. there and just, just like, yeah hey. meet up. He's like, "What's up?" Yeah. Well,
0: because that's that's been the interesting thing is you know trade deadline like none of these guys are joining the teams yet because they have to go in from a di- bubble to bubble yeah, different bubbles despite the fact that they can play on the floor yeah, and then go nice. play another team but the bubbles have to anyway okay. because
1: things make sense in 2020 but 2021 tim hardaway Os-
0: osmosis 30. hell of a drug
2: tim hardaway at 30 zion williamson 38 tonight for
0: the pelicans well it one of those things Did you guys see was it last night last possession of the game Zion has like 29, and the Pelicans don't let him touch the ball. <laughs> like, what That's is happen? How does it
2: happen? You know, it's a strategy. I think. I think it's they have too many guys that are really good that went to Duke on the team, so they don't know who to. You know. Get the ball to Brandon. Do we get it to Brandon Ingram, who's really good from Duke? Do we get it to Zion Williamson who's really good for Duke? Well, you don't, I, I don't know. You
0: don't, because that didn't happen.
1: You know, it didn't happen. It's okay. no. Stan
0: Van Gunny hates
2: Duke confirmed. They just gotta they just gotta figure out which Duke guy should take the last shot. Well, they're the um, only Duke who got this in March.
0: So <laughs>
1: <sighs> Where's Duke now? Oh right. They didn't even Same place as Kansas.
2: Uh, uh the Utah Jazz get a win at home. 126 to 110 over the Memphis Grizzlies. Donovan Mitchell had 35 points to lead the way for the Jazz, and a rough scoring night. Kyle Anderson 16 points to lead the way for the Grizzlies. Jinkies! Yeah, that's.
0: Ooh, it's not man. good. Not, not very, good, Bob. Not very good.
2: Uh, the couple. Of, uh, those were the. Uh, the end of the games that had already went final. A couple games in progress. The Clippers are up, 97-87. Over the 76ers, with about 10 and a half minutes left to go in that one, and with about four and a half minutes left to go, the Cavaliers are beating the Kings 89 to 87 in Sacramento. And that has been around the association.
1: Whoa! Thank you so much, Matt. You're so welcome. That anytime. was so great. Literally anytime. Great. I could have done without the Duke talk, but you know, it's, oh, fine. it's okay.
2: Someone's got to talk about him in March.
1: Yeah, because no one else was. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Duke wasn't good. I got him. I, I get
2: it. You can't bring me any lower. I'm already. At, this is rock bottom. I'm already rock bottom. First time in thirty years. I get it. I'm already at rock bottom. It's okay. It's no big deal.
1: There's only up to go from here.
2: And they have like three guys transferring and one guy going to the draft. It's uh, everything is fine. How it's many, fine in K though. Hey. Okay. How many
1: times have you cried? in the past couple of weeks about Duke basketball?
2: Ugh, I mean, how many times have I cried? Plenty. Not about Duke basketball, though.
0: No, that's
1: that's, just, the, that's uh,
0: just a Thursday yeah. night. It's household. That's household. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, th- I hate that the vibes are off for you.
2: No, they're never off when I'm here. When I'm I, here doing Thunder postgame with my buds, the vibes are always good.
1: Good. You know what vibes were strange, though? The trade deadline, like I feel like there was like so many random ones. Were were there any ones that stood out to you guys that were surprising, or just how they just the, kept coming? The out Orlando nowhere?
2: Magic fire sale, yeah. yeah right. cool. Well,
0: well like we had some advance notice that Gordon and Fournier right. were going to get yeah. moved, but the Vucevic one, I was just like, like, okay, okay. Was they're, like, so they're going, and full. then. And Full not arena. only, not only from Orlando's in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's the place. That's I the place. was shocked about that. Yeah, is that, is that the, is that, that the like acquisition that they're like we're gonna give Vucevic and Levine a year together so that they can build that. Bu-. To figure this like, out. like did the Chicago
2: GM that he could just call up the Magic GM and was like, hey. If you ever want to trade Vucevic, I have first dibs. Like, like let, he called, he called Let dibs, me know. Yeah, he called dibs before anyone else, and the Orlando GM was just like, "Hey, he called dibs, fair and square." So I guess I got to
0: call him first.
1: Make the Bulls great again. I just, it, it was just out of, like
0: that was out of yeah. I weird. just, I don't get it. Like that's. That's not putting Chicago over the top. Shout out Vucevic, though. He gets to go to an actual good team contending for playoffs, but ugh. Hell of a move from Denver, too, getting Aaron Gordon. I thought that was a great move. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm really interested in this one because my gripe with Denver is I don't feel like they have that person in the final five minutes that can take over the game defensively.
2: I'm thinking they're hoping
0: that's Aaron Gordon. Gordon has that potential... But he's never had to be that guy in Orlando because in Orlando there's like go score the points, go do the dunks, yeah, and then they're like, and then, not very good and then we lose by twenty. So uh, that's always an interesting transition for me. Like, it, how quickly can Gordon get up to speed as far as being that guy for the Nuggets? I think he, I
2: definitely think he can like right away because he's been stuck in Orlando, which is a, like basically basketball purgatory. Well, and, and he's and now he's on a good team that
0: can compete for a
2: title. So. I think it makes sense to that. He's like, all right, uh, new life. I'm, I
0: feel refreshed. Like, let's go. I'm ready. And we know from his interviews on TNT that he loves
2: Denver. <laughs> he, he, he was going to really love Colorado.
1: Be a mile like, high.
2: Super... He will love
1: Colorado. He'll fit in perfectly there. Oh, yeah. He's like, I didn't know
0: brownies and gummies. and what? What is happening? I don't have this in Orlando. It's so versatile.
1: So many sugary Disney ways world. to get myself excited. <laughs>
0: Uh, I believe the term is to rehab.
1: Rehab, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Anything else?
0: Well, I was going to say anything stick out to you, Chris? Like other than that, I was just like, okay, George Hill makes sense. Sure, fine. I saw. Yeah, I think everyone uh, saw George Hill. Very surprised, Mike
2: Muscala didn't give news. Me
1: too. I was kind of. I, I all of us can kind of relate to this. I was just sitting by my phone, and every single time I got the woes notification, I was, I like, obviously kind oh, of. Yeah. cringed a little and I was like is it Muscala is Is it Muscala is it Muscala and it never was and I kind of was surprised because I really obviously everyone saw the George Hill trade coming that one's been coming for months now but I honestly thought that Muscala was going to be going along somewhere not with him but going to be leaving the Thunder along with him so whenever he didn't get traded I was kind of a little shook
0: Uh, who would he really help though like he's he cooled off over the last like month and a half so to me you're just like Okay.
2: Yeah, I get it, but it's like, it's a veteran like, guy who can come in and hypothetically hit some shots for you. He's he's cheap. He's like he's on an expiring $2 million right. deal. So it wouldn't have cost you anything, really. Like maybe maybe a second round pick like Yeah, but he, mean, it wouldn't have cost it would have been a like a veteran guy come in, hit shots, but that's
0: I mean, it's not really a pressing need for most people. I I, I, I get all that, but he was losing minutes. Via merit on this Thunder roster, so the only people looking to grab a guy like that at the deadline are people trying to get themselves over the top of either ensuring their spot in the playoffs or or elevating their playoff ceiling. I just don't see him as a guy that elevates the ceiling of a team. Maybe like I don't know anyone that would have been in the Horford sweepstakes. Philly and Boston obviously aren't going to go for Horford because reasons. So I like I guess analysis. Yeah. Well. Yeah i i guess you could have saw Mascola go there as like the cheap like you know the the cheaper version of you know the the is the george hill for lowry comparison like you're not going to get lowry so you get george hill you're not going to get it horford so you're going to go after Mascola. i don't know i guess i just wasn't surprised because i'm just like i didn't see who he was attractive to across the league
1: okay i get that but now that he hasn't been traded which kind of everyone expected at this point do you see him playing for the Thunder at all for the rest of the season, or is he just going to be rested up and then, you know, traded away once the season's over? Well,
0: it's an expiring deal. So, yeah, I think that right. does make sense to me. So, like, you just throw him out there. Like, yeah, he's on the books. Maybe not run him 20 minutes a night, but you're not trying to retain any trade value at this point unless they yeah. re sign him tomorrow and then bench him. Then you're like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> yes. Adam Silver's going to give Sam Presti a call and be like, Sam.
2: We've talked about this. I know you don't okay. have any national
0: games, but you can't sign people just to not play them intentionally. That'd be a it, bad look. Last one. Anyone surprised the Lakers stood pat? I'm not. I think the
2: Lakers big move. Well, like, I don't know, because Schroeder's been good for him, but right. he hasn't, he's not like all-star level, right? Yeah, Schroeder's been... But that's the good thing. That That's Dennis Schroeder. That's Like He's why. a really good, solid mm-hmm. player. And that's why I was kind of surprised. I think... I think it would have just taken too much for them to trade for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, With just the money that he's on and, just, and he's expiring too, so I don't know. I think I think they would just stand pat. And I think the main thing for the Lakers is they're like, let's just get into the playoffs and get healthy and we're, we feel good about our chances.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, still an awesome fit for that team when healthy. My thing was just LeBron going down, Anthony Davis going down. The timeline of playing without both of them, it's just like you want to with the Lakers? They're a team that it doesn't matter what the seed is. You just want to get there. Except this year, it does matter what the seed is. As far as you don't want to be seventh <laughs> and have to just even deal with the play in mess. And I'm just one of those things that I'm just surprised they didn't maybe go for one more more offensive piece just to say you're going to be the glue. Like your whole role on this team is to keep us sixth or better.
1: Yeah, I wasn't... Sorry.
0: That's Alex Caruso's job now. (laughs) Yeah. Air Caruso, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him.
1: Yeah, that's why I wasn't surprised, just because I feel like any trade at this point would have just been too confusing for them to try to figure out what piece would fit with what contract. So... At that point, I didn't think it would make a lot of sense for them to try to figure out some kind of a trade to try to get the best seed possible. I think yeah, their not best time to
0: build chemistry.
1: Yeah. I think the best thing for them to focus on is what can they do with the pieces they have now and make them work as well as possible to get them to that best seed instead of just throwing in a new piece into the mix. I,
0: did you want to cover this? Did they trade for any training staff members? Because that would have been their biggest acquisition. Is there a, you go. A new team physio.
1: Yeah. Very true. All right, going back to the Thunder, though, because, of course, this is the first Take Thunder post game show. Do we have any final thoughts on this game?
0: I, I just... Great three-quarters. Yeah, good, good three-quarters. <laughs> Great three-quarters three quarters
1: of basketball and one very tragic one.
0: Good three-quarters, and I think this is, again, I think this is kind of what you're going to see from a lot of their upcoming games here. When you look down the schedule here, the next out, they've got Dallas. Okay, so another team that they're going to be totally outmatched talent-wise, but it's a team that we've seen. They they can hang around with for three quarters. Toronto, similar deal. You're not as outmatched, so so that one's a one-on-one. But then Phoenix, Portland, like those are two that, yeah, they can go out there, contend for a half, and they'll probably fall off. So I, I think Thunder fans in the next couple of weeks get used to this one, get used to this formula, and then circle that huge game against Detroit and, and see if Sam Presti... Uh, who all they decide to sit for that game
2: yeah now uh, this game tonight yeah like i said good three quarters it's good like i don't know it's been fun to watch these young guys because they come in they just play their butts off that's it's fun to watch that and i think that's really what you want because obviously it's been obvious since uh the offseason that they are tank, tank that they want to tank but it's you don't want them to just go out there and like lay an egg every night, like the Houston Rockets. Right. So it's been good that they have all these guys, like like me and Ryan were talking about. You got Poker, you got Teo, you got Lou Dort that were out there tonight that are going to be with the Thunder for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest are all fighting for their NBA future, and so they're all just they're playing their ass off every single night, so, and it's fun to watch. So, I don't know. Uh, good game, Celtics are just... They were just way more talented. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, my my biggest takeaway is, you know, obviously you don't know what specific players are going to be here next season outside of Lou Dort, SGA, possibly Darius Baisley, and Ateo obviously. But moving forward, it's interesting to see who shines in this Thunder squad and who's able to get them a win when they need it versus... Who is able to compete and still get that loss? Because I think that some players can come up really strong in some nights and then kind of fall off a little bit. But maybe that's exactly what we need from a tanking game. Frankly, this Thunder team is tanking the correct way because they're playing competitive, solid basketball while still losing a solid amount of games. Well, uh, they need
0: to, if they're, they need to commit to it. But yeah. Still, well, I think that's still, what they've already won too many games.
1: Well, yeah. I, what I'm saying is is that. For From a fan perspective, this is a fun tanking team to watch because there are teams that are in the middle of a tank that just play miserable basketball and it's sad and no one wants to see that. But this... Sco- yeah, exactly. But I think that this roster kind of alleviates that sadness because you can see this group really grow some chemistry you can see that they can be something great in a couple of years even though maybe half their players won't be on the same team but at this time they're still fun to watch even though they are losing a solid amount of games so get on the thunder for that but for ryan chapman matt burton behind the glass thank you so much this is your first take thunder post game show i'm christine butterfield and we will catch you guys next time.